it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. One out edition. I don't know how they won four of six games on that homestand, but we will take it. I'm Andrew Burns, joined by Kunshaw. What are your thoughts on these Yankees? I'm very confused. Yeah, it was like really baffling. <laughs> they, they didn't really play great baseball. It wasn't really fun or exciting, but they won four out of six, and a win's a win. So, like, I can't, I guess, be too mad. No, like, this is like sort of. <laughs> what you hope that they can figure out how to do while judges out that they can just manage to scrape by, get some surprising wins here and there, have the balls bounce their way. And, you know, you'll still get some really ugly games, like especially the series finale against the Mariners where Domingo Herman got obliterated. And then the opener of the Rangers series where they got, pretty much thoroughly blanked other than you know, a couple runs. They were lucky that it went to extra innings and it did not work out for them there. But then they won one nothing in a game. I, I That's the most confusing game to me. I don't know how they won the game on Saturday where they got the Billy McKinney home run and then they just made that stand up. Like, right. Credit to the bullpen for making that possible. And of course, Seve, who is brilliant. But man, just... it's just the way these great escapes have been happening. And then yesterday, they, Cole didn't really have it. Uvalde didn't really have it either at first, but then he got into a groove and then I was like, okay, well, this is probably the series. And then they came back in the eighth, the f- first time really in like 
I don't know how long weeks the offense showed life the eighth inning, really. Yeah, I think that was like the most competent inning from the offense we've seen since like before Judge went down. Yeah. Um, Might have had like a game here or there where they actually scored now that I think about it. But yeah, no, and especially last week, I like. I think we were just complaining just that the Yankees offense should just like do something and look a little bit alive. So again, I'm not really going to come here and nitpick about how they won games and just be happy that they won games because the week before was not fun at all. Much no. worse. No. <laughs> yeah. Since uh judge has went down with the injury at Dodger stadium, there have only been one, two, three, four games where they scored five runs. One of them was yesterday. The one before that was when they lost to the Red Sox 15 to five and we're putting up runs in garbage time. So straight, we'll straight garbage time. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, one of them was in the series opener against the Mets that they won seven, six. So that, that may have been the closest comp to, they had a five run inning in there. So that's probably the last time that they looked as good as they did in the eighth inning on Friday or on Sunday, rather. Yeah, I think that's the one I was like, I think there was one game where they looked okay. That was probably the one I was thinking of. Yeah, and there was a game where they lost to the White Sox 6-5. to five. That was the opener of a doubleheader, but, you know, that's its own weird thing, too. So Yeah. <laughs> and they lost that game, so who cares? <laughs> right. But just the fact that they were able to put some hits together, uh, even Giancarlo Stanton, who has been slumping like hell, that could, I think he was our, one of our Manfreds of the Week last week, and he, I don't know if he will continue that this week, but maybe not considering he finally got like a big hit to get an insurance run in there. That's to say nothing of Harrison Bader's big two run double. Yeah, he's not necessarily uh, going to go scot-free this week, but he, he, Giancarlo, I guess that helped him, you know, earn a little bit of grace in my book. Hopefully no, it gets him going. Yeah. Hopefully it gets him going because, I mean, as we've talked about, you know, for the last, like, couple of years now, he's as streaky as they come and his bad streaks look ugly as hell. But I have faith in him to, like, go off on a run at some point. Hopefully that's coming soon now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like invoking John Flaherty too much because I think he's kind of dull. But the point over the weekend that he kept making of, like, you're basically just, like, looking for some positive signs in these swings from like your DJs and your Giancarlos and some of them are coming along and DJ actually looked okay over the weekend for the first time in quite a bit. So again, that's something you take. They need some of these veterans to step up while judge is out, especially since now we don't really know how long judge is going to be out. Granted, we didn't really know how long judge was going to be out in the first place, but now the chasm seems only wider because we got, I guess, confirmation that it was like a ligament sprain in his big toe. Is that right? It's a, it's a torn ligament in his toe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We, we initially thought it was uh, his toe. His great toe was sp- a sprain, but now judge came out and confirmed that it was actually, there's a torn ligament in there, which I guess makes sense with just how long he's been out. Like, you know, it shouldn't really be surprising, but now the conversation has shifted from like how soon does judge return to does judge return this season and i mean by all means the yankees and their judge have been confident that he will return at some point this season but it just seems so much more bleak to me than it was last week yeah like i would say last week it seemed like you know on a 0.1% chance that judge would miss the rest of the season and even now i would say probably uh, 10% i just don't see 
there's any way that judge doesn't at least try to get back into games. I guess there's a question of like how effective he would be, but there's at least more of a chance that this could be a legitimate season long thing. And that is super concerning (laughs) to say. Yeah. And and I I think I agree with that, right? Like it it was 0.1% before and now it's like jumped up to like five or 10%. Like it's still not like chances are very high, but chances are a lot more realistic than they were last week. And that's just sad. Yeah. And I think the bottom line too, is that it just underscores we're not seeing judge probably until like after the all-star break, best case scenario, maybe end of July. They've, but of course they've been very cagey about they don't want to put timetables on it. And you sort of understand that just because with toe injuries, especially with this thing that's so important to everything that goes into judges hitting mechanics and outfield defense. It's just like this one small thing that can just affect the whole system basically. Yeah. And they and have to saw, just sit and wait. Right. And it's obviously not the same exact situation all you know, every human being is different, but we saw with DJ LeMahieu, was it last year or the year before when he got his toe injury just last year, yeah, just how badly that affected him. So it it seems like a small thing, especially for such a giant human being, but it could, it could mess up a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so basically right now it's just touch and go. They're waiting to see when like the pain will go away. Cause until he, until he's able to get the pain to go away and can successfully run and move around, then you're not really going to get much from him. And I know some people think like, okay, well just just let him hit. But it, again, it's so important to how his load works in the box too. And how his swing goes through. You're not going to get the same MVP version of judge. I mean, I guess you could say maybe you'd get something just from the intimidation factor of him in the box, but that's not the guy you want to run out there. And you don't want to aggravate this either. Yeah. You don't want to make it worse. And it's not like a situation where that, um, the Phillies had with Bryce Harper, Harper, where they were, they would be, they allowed, they, he was able to DH, but he just couldn't play the field. It, it's not the same exact thing here. So, yeah, Yankees are already kind of loaded up on DH heavy types anyway. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So just a very unfortunate limbo. And, you know, it's just honestly a precarious situation for the Yankees because he is so important to everything with how this offense goes. Even with that eighth inning rally, it was just not a good week for the bats. Every win they have, they're just barely scraping by and really relying on the pitching staff to keep the other team at bay. And again, kudos to the pitching staff for doing the job against the Rangers who have just such a blistering lineup. We kept seeing, and it was just a really good job by the Yankees pitchers to hold them down and get that yeah, and series you, win. Even in the loss on uh, Friday, like the pitching was okay. Like yeah, you're allowing like, four runs to a very good offense. That's not. And two runs in regulation. At. Like the two, right. the waving runs came on when Michael King threw a bad pitch to at least Garcia. He ended out for two and home run in the 10th with the automatic runner. So whatever you if your pitching staff gives up two runs to the Rangers in nine innings, you should win that game. And yeah. again, that's on the offense. Absolutely. <laughs> and so Yankees are just kind of scraping by, hoping that they can get enough healthy guys in their lineup and some of these veterans rolling again. They need they need, they need at least some of your Rizzo, Stanton, LeMahieu, trip like a uh, trio to get going. I don't have faith at all in Josh Donaldson. I know he they like Aaron Boone has still said he's going to quote play a bunch or whatever. <laughs> but or <laughs> But he didn't play it over the weekend other than a 
disgusting pinch hit strikeout and extra innings on Friday. And, you know, there's some question what was going on with him before the game on Sunday. It turns out that they were just having a, he and Boone were just having a long chat, but um, it seems like they're going to just still roll with him for the time being. And it's like, okay, but I, this guy has not hit really since 2021. And when you're, when you're this old in baseball terms, then that's like too long in the past to really hope that he's going to get back to that form. <laughs> Right, yeah. Like the reason we have, like at least me, I don't, I don't want to speak for you. The reason I have more faith in John Carlos Stanton is because he's hit more recently than Josh Thompson has. Yeah, for that's really, that's really year, what it comes was an to. All-star. Yeah. That was not a fluke. Yeah. No, so there's real reasons to be at least hopeful there, right? Like we're not. I'm not guaranteeing that John Carlos Stanton is going to come back and you know go through, but like we've seen how he works and operates with Josh Donaldson as Yankees fans and Josh Donaldson as a Yankee. We haven't seen it. No. No, we really haven't. Like <laughs> we haven't. He's had like what, like a few good at bats since the beginning of twenty twenty two, but overall, like it hasn't been great. Yeah, like some home runs, and that's not enough. Like he's no. hitting one twenty five, one ninety seven, four oh six, and that's with six home runs. He has six home runs and eight hits. <laughs> right. And like true to form, like to your point, like Aaron Boone is, you know, the player's manager in the sense I think you know, he's been, Donaldson's been se- like semi-benched. I say semi-benched because of what Aaron Boone said, which is like, he's going to play a lot. Like, sure, you say that as he's literally not playing games right now, but okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that he will get some time this week and because they will probably have DJ on the bench for at least two days a week. And I think that's probably the best way to keep him healthy going forward, just because you got to play it safe with him. And you don't even know like how long this like mini hot streak he has going right now will last anyway. But yeah, again, I, I still like his approach more than Donaldson. And that's even with some weird off balance swings this week. Yeah. Like overall DJ's process is not really the issue. Right? The, he's had some weird swings and like some mechanical, like what's going on here. What are you doing here? But like, I think I trust his process more than Josh Donaldson's process at this point to yeah. just luck into some hits. Yeah, <laughs> they just else. need to not bat him lead off at this point. Just you know, comfortably put him maybe sixth in the lineup, fifth in some of these lineups. But yeah, who DJ? Yeah, has he been batting lead off? He batted really? lead off. I'm mainly just like zeroing in on one of the games. I think it was the first game of that Ranger series, but they batted him lead off, and it's just ugly. <laughs> Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because I was like, I feel like I was like, I've actually no, I feel like they haven't been doing that that much this year. Yeah, like it's more just like they have occasionally done it, and it's just like you don't need to do that at all. It's really okay. Yeah, that's right. I think that's just like Aaron Boone is bored syndrome, yeah. <laughs> or it's like I don't know who I'm playing writing into this lineup today. So, uh, you get to bat lead off? Question mark. Yeah, I'm looking at it. So uh, in 2023, DJ Lemayu has batted lead off 13 times. Yeah, 13 too many. All right. <laughs> He's mostly been, I guess, settled in that fourth spot. Yeah. Tw- 29 games there, then 13 games in the fifth spot. So, got to figure out how to get him going. Rizzo, again, we saw earlier in the season, he can find some rhythm. So, hopefully just get him back into at least some semblance of that form. Uh, Volpe, uh, some of his tweaks have borne some fruit. Esteban's got a good article that should be out by the time this podcast release but definitely check out his work on what dj or not what dj what volpe has been doing with his swing maybe it will make some progress but you know tinkering can't really hurt considering how bad he looked for most of may and june so 
Yeah, and the whole thing with how bad he looked is every single game, every single announcer, no matter what channel it was on, was literally just talking about his swing and his mechanics. So yeah. if anybody, everybody can see it, then there's got to be some issue there. Yeah, yeah. So since the uh, the Mets series, he has increased his uh, production. You know, it's not like this isn't going to win any awards, but he's at 258, 378, 484. In 11 games, small sample size, of course, but considering it's the sample size with this swing adjustment, uh, looks a little bit better. He's also taking walks more again, which had kind of vanished from his arsenal for a good month and a half, which was a bummer considering how good he looked in April with his plate discipline. Some strikeouts still there, but for the most part, if they can keep this sort of bulby form, then it'll be much more palatable and ideally will not cause as many calls for demotion. Right now, he's sort of shielded from that anyway because Oswald Peraza has been battling an injury this week with uh, Scranton. Peraza has been dealing with a low-grade abdominal strain. There you go. That's Jack Curry. So he should probably be back for Scranton sometime this current week, but they're not going to call up an injured guy. That's one of the... I mean, I don't think that they would have swapped him out for Donaldson anyway, but I'm sure that's also playing to the equation. So... But that's really what they should do yeah. once he's healthy. <laughs> yeah. The unfortunate thing, too, is that now Peraz is not really hitting as well as he was earlier in the season. June has been a bit of a slog for him, but even still, I'm tired of Josh <laughs> Peraz has a better face. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's true. So, <laughs> What my argument has come down to about Josh Donaldson since he's joined the team, who has a better face? And it's always the other person. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know who has a, a good face, or at least I'm just saying has a good face? Billy McKinney, the new Aaron Billy Judge. Billy McKinney has a wonderful face. <laughs> <laughs> Big is, fan of his face right now. It is amazing that he's been hitting so well for the Yankees. Like, the Jake Bowers thing would be enough, but, like, Billy McKinney, 302, 327, 623, four home runs and a 159 WRC plus in 16 games. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Just like the Yankees imagined it like 12 years ago. <laughs> Not yeah. 12, but... <laughs> as, I, as I've tweeted on the PSA account, post-post-hype prospect has finally come out. <laughs> yeah. And even this past week, especially, because last week on the pod, we talked about how he had a little bit of a, a bad week, you know, during the Mets and uh, Red Sox series. And then this week he he listened to the pod and came back with a vengeance because he's in 333, 368, 833 slugging for a 227 WRC plus. Yeah, we like, got what? three home runs this week. This is Half a guy who in 225 major league games from 2019 to 2022 batted 196, 268, 371 with a 70 WRC plus. Yankees pick him up on a minor league deal. He does he introduces some new things in his swing in AAA Scranton, and he gets an opportunity, and he's just run with it. And all power to him, man. Someone needs to step up during this time with the bat, and even if this is all, like, they get from him, then, wow, that's a minor league signing that's worked out like gangbusters. Again, the issue with Cashman has never really been these, like, minor league fines, because, you know, he's good at just getting these guys and churning something out of them. It's Yeah, and it's basically just revolving around, like, those high-profile moves not playing as much as they need them to, and the people who are playing are getting overexposed. Yeah, yeah. So, what's going on with the Yankees' offense? We we, we sort of, like, skimmed over a little bit, but pitching, 
It's done a pretty good job outside of Domingo Herman this past week, honestly. Uh, like they've been, they've been in every game other than the Herman start because of them. Garrett Cole turned in another good start, even though he didn't really have his best stuff, as we talked about. And of course, Sevy dominated the bullpen. Clay Holmes has been looking like he used to, even with the, uh, he, he gave up like a, a game tying or a go ahead hit the other day, but that's okay. For the most part, he's still been pretty good. And you get, you're getting comp- contributions from Jimmy Cordero. Ron Marinaccio pitched for the first time in a week and was nails in that one nothing week. Yeah. And it was very tense in the bottom of the, in the top of the ninth. Again, they've been holding the fort. And Tommy Canely, man, that's so good to have that guy back with his changeups, just spamming them in there and they can't do anything with it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And his thunder thighs. They're just so, so intimidating. I know. We've we've missed the thunder thighs. It's good to have him back. And he has uh knock on wood yet to allow a run and has struck out ten yeah. in nine and two thirds innings. <laughs> Who, who who did he sign with again but between his Yankees stints? He was with the Dodgers. The Dodgers? Like, yeah. Well, thank you for just letting him basically rehab for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like he popped back in like very late last year for them because he'd been battling yeah. some other stuff in addition to Tommy John, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, he, he he was on the Major League roster for like 15 minutes last year. <laughs> yeah, and in the playoffs, but obviously the Dodgers playoff series did not really go that well. <laughs> no. We should talk about, uh, we're probably going to see Ian Hamilton and his Slombio back with the team when they start the series in Oakland tomorrow. So that's one more arm in the arsenal for Aaron Boone to use. So The arsenal. Yeah, the arsenal. There you go. Right. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm just going to quit right now. Yeah, there you go. And, and so if just getting another good quality reliever out there decreases the need for guys like Albert Abreu and Nick Ramirez to pop in. The Nick Ramirez did have a good uh, appearance here and there. So, and also, no Matt Crook either. One Matt Crook was enough. <laughs> yeah, I do have some fun Nick Ramirez facts for you in a little bit. Not yet, not yet. Okay, oh, good tease. Te- I'm teasing this. <laughs> it's kind of depressing. Apparently, the guy with the most innings in the, uh, or the second most innings in the Yankees bullpen this year is Albert Abreu. <laughs> oh, it kind of makes sense just because of how middling and average the team has been that you just... Kind of throw him out there. It's true. He does appear in a lot of these middling games. And so there have been so many of them. It's like, ah, who cares? Let's just use Albert Abreu. <laughs> yeah. Like when you like look at it initially, like, wow, that's that something has to go wrong. And then you like think about it like, yeah, something did go wrong. So that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Only appeared in 27 games. But I guess a lot, a decent number of these appearances have been for at least like what more than one inning. Just like DJ LeMay, who has batted lead off 13 times too many, Albert Abreu has appeared in 27 games too many. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ian Hamilton, back soon. Should also say, Carlos Rodon, his second rehab start for Somerset yesterday. So, he's on the way back through 48 pitches and four shutout innings. He'll have at least one more start because he's got to build up the pitch count a little bit more. And honestly, I expect him to probably make another. It seems like we will see, you know, Barring anything strange, his long-awaited Yankees debut in sometime in July, early July. Yeah, it looks. I, I'm starting to believe more than I was like a month ago, right? Yeah, we just had no idea then. But like, it, it since they've decided the whole back thing is chronic and it's just something that he's going to work through and or you know just deal with. I think it's just been it's moved a lot quicker than I expected. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see him. Yeah, like I, they said, they want him to get to at least be like around 75 pitches which you know hopefully his next time out he should be around there i i would predict that he'll have two more rehab starts unless like things get really desperate for the rotation which i mean i can't say that they're not right now but yeah. 
we'll see. I'm uh I'm very curious to see how he'll look at the major league level now that we have this like background on his back, no pun intended. But like uh, I'm curious to see if he'll he, he will look like the guy he was when he was dominating with the Giants uh last year and with the White Sox the year before. But it's it's a curiosity for sure. And considering like how little they're getting from Domingo Haran right now, and they, they are counting on John and Brito a little bit. He he's he looked good in his last start um, when he returned to the major league level, and he's whole start tomorrow in Oakland. So at least that's an easy landing spot. But obviously, you want to roll the dice with Carlos Rodon over the likes of those guys. Yeah, as we talked about with the offense, when like you know Judge and Bader were both out, and Bader came and brought an adult to the uh, to the lineup. Carlos Rodon will at least be an adult in the rotation. Oh yeah, yeah. And even like with Sevi, Sevi has had a very rough June, even with that last start looking pretty good. So just another, you know, pillar of support for Cole behind him. Obviously, his last start was really good. The start before that was like you saw some positives, but it wasn't great. So happy he was able to build from that. Yeah. Uh, b- between the Boston start and the Rangers start. So let's see. But yeah. And Nestor Cortez still sort of, you know, working his way back. He's only in a throwing program, I believe, right now. So he has. I'm sure he'll have to make some rehab starts when he's yeah. ready to return. So probably not until after the All Star break at this point, I would say. Yeah, so that's why I could see them potentially rolling the dice with Rodon and only giving him one more start, just because they want somebody real in there. But I think like it's not like he's going to replace Domingo Armand. He's going to replace Johnny Burrito. So. Right? Did I just call him Burrito? I meant to say Brito. Mm, Johnny Burrito. I could go for a Johnny Burrito. I'm hungry. Delicious. All <laughs> right. Oh yeah, Willie Calhoun had a quad strain. Thank you for your service, sir. That's yep. that's about it. He did his job again. Another non-roster move that worked out, as surprisingly so, considering how bad he looked in April. But he found a nice little rhythm from May until he got hurt, and basically was their DH who, who was at least getting some hits with staying out. So. Once Stanton came back, then it was a little bit tricky finding playing time for him anyway. And then he, you know, did the, I guess, the roster flexibility a service by getting hurt. But he he would have been a nice little bat to have around. But so it goes. This is this is yeah. not something that has been unusual for Willie Calhoun's career. No, but he he's somebody who's contributed a little bit. Has been a little bit fun sometimes. Been a little bit whatever the other times. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, thank you for your service, sir. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um. I think at this point, we will take an ad break, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And we're back. So, we're going to roll into our B-Ref Top 12 update. What are we doing? Who's uh, who's up on top? Is it still Garrett Cole? It is still Garrett Cole, and following him is still the Captain Aaron Judge. Uh, I wonder how long he will remain in second place. Well, there's... He's got more than a win between him and third place. Aaron Judge has two his two point four, where Anthony Volpe is one point three. So it should, it'll take some time. It looks like, yeah, <laughs> like, I'd say so. Well, I don't know. Give Billy McKinney a little bit more, leave a little bit more runway, and maybe he'll pass him. <laughs> hey, Billy McKinney has uh, moved up in his standings from last week. So yeah, so like I mentioned, Anthony Volpe's at third. Anthony Rizzo's at fourth. He's had himself a solid week. You know, nothing. Phenomenal, but looking like signs of life are back there for Rizzo, at least. Clay Holmes rounding at the top five, following him, Harrison Bader. The injured Ian Hamilton still up there, still just hanging around, and now he's going to be, he should be back for the Oakland series, so hopefully he just builds on it. Maybe Keep he'll an eye on him, judge. Pass, judge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> following him is uh, Glaber Torres. Michael King, who's had a not-so-great June Hangs around in the top 12, but is all the way down to ninth after being, like, I think, fourth or fifth last week. Mm. Billy McKinney moves from 12th to 10th. Sure. <laughs> Wandy Peralta at 11th. And uh, that Nick Ramirez fun fact that I teased last, before, he's made it onto the leaderboard. Congratulations, Nick Ramirez. <laughs> that, is, that is something. It, random lefty guy just here. I think... I think you look at every other team's like top twelve, and like for the majority of it, it makes sense. And you look at the Yankees' top twelve, and it's just like you go, one and two, okay, fine. Maybe you're like, oh, Judge, not at first, sure, that's weird. But then you go past that, it's just like, what's what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, I would say the dark horse to maybe creep up on Judge is Harrison Bader, just because we see how you know useful he can be on both sides of the ball when he's on the field so if you can just manage to hang around there for a little bit longer than last time and the time before and the time before and the time before yeah like if if he played in as many games as he's missed he'd probably be up there yeah he's especially with how baseball reference loves defense yeah he's he's such a joy to watch in center i know we say this all the time about him but man he just knows what he's doing <laughs> yeah so all right that's our little bref check-in Congratulations to Nick Ramirez. You are you. You are you. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be here next week, but, you know, we support him in his quest. I will take it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Yankee and Manfred of the week. Who is your Yankee of the week? 
I'm going to go with Anthony Rizzo. All right. I was I was going to do Billy McKinney. I figured that was the easy win, but I'm going to go with Anthony Rizzo just for being like a, a vet, the veteran who's shown some sort of life uh, in the past week between uh, the uh, Mariners and Rangers series. He's had a 389, 522, 500 flash line. Good for a W90, oh, W90 WRC plus. He's had two doubles, so not really hitting for a lot of power. Not really... Uh, doing a crazy amount but there's just some sort of signs of life especially for the first time since like his neck injury like where he's like consistently looked okay and gotten some hits so hopefully that turns into you know some version of the Rizzo we had been seeing uh earlier on in the season yeah I think that's fine Beck I'll take the easy way out and say Billy McKinney I want to give this guy flowers as much as I can this year yeah fair again 333, 368, 833 in the past week, 227 WRC+. I think we've already said that on this podcast almost literally, but man. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it's worth saying again. Someone's got to step up. He's been stepping up. All power to you. Billy right. McWinney. That's right. Who is your man for the week? Uh, this breaks my heart to do, but I'm going to go with Michael King. Yeah. it's It's been not a great June. Going into the Dodgers series, which is... The first his first appearance in June, he had a one seven six ERA, and then like that, and he played in one game during the Dodgers series, lowered it to one six five. Now he's up to a three oh seven. He's had a couple of good outings sprinkled in there, like especially uh, just yesterday, he got the save. Uh, you know, an inning, two strikeouts, no no runs allowed with the hit. But besides that, he had one outing against the Mets, and then the Dodgers series that he hasn't allowed a run this month. So. Out of his seven appearances, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight appearances this month, only three of them have been scoreless. Yeah, Michael King, do a little bit better. It's it's unfortunate. I think you we can be optimistic and say that maybe with that save on Sunday, he'll bring himself back to form, like start putting some putting some better outings together. But I will say that he probably had a at least a modest shot at making the All Star team. At the beginning of the month, and now that's just not going to happen. But yeah, the, the reliever field is always super crowded, and it's hard for anyone who's not like a pure closer to make it. But he, yeah, he might have had a chance. Now I, I don't see it happening. So sorry, man. Thanks. Yeah, I will go easy way out here too and say Domingo Herman. God, you allowed ten runs in a start, man. <laughs> just yeah. Goodness. I know he was like, you know, part of it was just they were having him eat innings because they had that Ranger series coming up and they didn't want to use actual relievers. So they're just like, you know, you're just going to wear it for a little bit. And he still only got 10 outs. So, man, that's just they're going to keep using him in the rotation and like whatever. But man, he's this like he's going to be absolutely bombarded the last few times. So yeah. figure something out, man. And not by <laughs> cheating, because obviously that doesn't work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're just gonna get here's a, here, again. Here's here's a little Domingo Herman fun fact. In his last two starts, he's gone five and a third innings, allowed 17 runs, and has a 25.31 ERA. Here's a fun fact about Domingo Herman. He's not fun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> also also accurate. Probably, yeah. Definitely more accurate than what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy, it's it's that's rough. Rough. All right. Enough enough thinking about Domingo Herman. Let's yeah. uh let's wrap this up. Yankees have three games coming up. Uh, we have a, some late night series in Oakland. All you can really say is do your job. Aim ideally sweep, but at least win the series. I know weird things happened in Oakland. I literally last year saw the Yankees lose an extra inning game in Oakland, and that sucked. So don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't get up steam bar. 
Yes. Um, and Fisher sell the team. Yes. And and most importantly. <laughs> yeah. And also don't get injured. Yeah. I, I wrote that into Duncan Epstein Bar. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> then they have uh, some games against the Cardinals and St. Louis. They've been having an awful season. So, you know, keep that going for them. They may they may still have a run in them at some point, but don't be the team that sparks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fortunately for the Cardinals, which, like, I don't really care about them, so, like, I don't really care what's fortunate for them. They're in a very crappy division, too. But yeah. they are actually eight and a half games back of the first place Cincinnati Reds. The first place Cincinnati Reds, yes. I just wanted an excuse to say that. Yes. Yes. I really had no purpose to my statement except just wanting to say first place Cincinnati Reds. It's twice. the new version of the first place Pittsburgh Pirates since they've sort of gone to the tank a bit over the past few weeks, so they're back and forth. Yeah, they're um, fourth place. Sorry, gotcha. But again, they are only five and a half games out. So yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe they will figure themselves out, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Cardinals are closer to first place than the Yankees are. So whoops. Yeah. Before we go, quick uh, around the world of baseball fun fact. The AL Central actually has a team above 500. Yay. Congratulations to Greg. Yes. And the twins. Our resident semi twins fan. Let's see how long it lasts. Yeah. Again, they're only one game over. So. Yeah. The White Them Sox the are Sox. 34 and 45, and they're still only six games out of the division. Jeez. Man, the Mets are 15 games back. Yeah. Mets, Mets suck, man. Ooh. Yeah. I I don't know how much longer Buck Showalter is going to have a job. <laughs> but the real question is, Domingo Herman for David Robertson? Who says no? Yeah, pick, bring him back. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Make me Run happy. it back. Yeah, just run it back. <laughs> get the 2017 bullpen again. He's got Canley in there. Got D-Rob. Uh, don't invite Chapman. Have have Dellen, you know, just pop in, say hi. I know he's retired. Just, but... just, just hang around. I saw he, he was in London with CC at the uh, London series. <laughs> oh, nice. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. They're doing stuff with MLB. All right. Uh, we're babbling at this point. And uh, we are about out of finish line. So you can follow us on Twitter at Podiment Park, at Mern's PSA, at Pinstripe Alley. What is your recommendation for the week? Don't get Epstein Bar. Yes. That is a good pro tip. <laughs> no Epstein Bar for you or for me. Exactly. Or for anyone. For anyone. Yeah. All right. So let's go Yankees, get, pick up some road wins, and uh, find ways to survive without judge somehow. Tall task. Yes. Literally. Yes. 